0: operating under the crooked American barber system too long we are now in session the barber session the only podcast for barbers by barbers All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of The Barber Session. And as promised, we have Dennis of Babilis. Uh Thank you so much for being gracious with your time, man. I know you're a busy guy, lots of travel, lots of lots of research, a lot of stuff on your plate, bro, as as the the director of the Barber, the entire Barber division of Babelis. So thank you very much for your time, bro. How's it going? How are you doing today?
1: Good. Thank, thank you for having me. me. So I'm glad we, we could uh, make some, some time to do this. this. It's, it's been, been a long, long time coming, coming so...
0: It has been, man, and usually, you know, we're able to interact, and I see you on, on on the circuit, as we say, by now a couple times. So it's been a unique year, no, you know, no, obviously with the uh, pandemic going on, no shows and stuff. So it's it's nice to you know see you and talk to you for a little bit, man. It's been it's been too damn long.
1: Yeah, where'd you get your hat at? How come I ain't
0: got one of those hats yet? <laughs> on the way, if on I the way, have, sir.
1: If we were traveling, I would have already had one. You
0: would have had one. You would have had one, absolutely. Let, but you uh, got that custom I one though. Let, you got that custom yeah, one. You got, you yeah. got that, that Chris Loco special, bro. Only a few of those were made. So, Dennis, again, thank you for coming on, bro. Um, I want to ask you, bro, how does one, because we get asked this question all the time for Toon 45, and I'm sure you do for Babyliss and stuff like that. Um, how does one go from platform artist to, or from, from being a barber behind the chair to being a platform artist to then traveling all over the world as a platform artist and now the director of Babyliss, like, how, how did that start? How did you get started in that?
1: Uh, countless, countless hours of, of uh, contributing and, um, and never, never saying no. Um, but I, I started out, my, uh, my brother-in-law is the one that got me into the, the business. And um, I was actually doing carpentry and, and this was in 03, 04, 05 in Michigan and uh, the economy you know, crumbled and uh, I wanted to go to hair school and learn how to cut hair. Um, I wasn't doing anything. He needed students, um, he needed faces in his school and he just asked me if I'd go. And so I did, um, started to learn a new trade. It was similar to carpentry. It's like working with tools, um, working with my hands. Uh, you know, you're still building, you're building haircuts, you're shaping, you're using symmetry, you're measuring. So it was, it was really familiar in it. Uh, I don't know if you you've seen you know some of my designs uh, from my stage years, but you know it's very carpenter-like. It's it's all of you know building a design, not not freestyle and fluent like um, some of these these artistic barbers are able to do. But
0: I don't know how those guys um, do that, man. That's that's definitely art, bro. I, I I'd get lost in the design. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I I always said I'm more of a builder than a than an artist, um, even when I was doing haircuts. So but um, he was working for a company called Rusk, and uh, they were doing—they were a cutting company, um, very popular, you know, 15, 20 years ago. And he'd been with them for a while, and he basically—he basically said, "Hey, you want to come to a hair show, and um, you know, you can assist. I got to shampoo and sweep floors and sweep the stages, and that's how I started. So I started going with him." to hair shows and we would drive to chicago from michigan we'd drive to grand rapids um uh there was another one in chicago at schaumburg um i would just drive around to to the shows with him in the midwest and i would help however i could and um sleep on his floor in his hotel room and uh i remember um i remember going there and you know it was funny because I came from a a construction industry and then went into hair and my buddies, you know, the jokes never stopped, but you know, they would all ask me for haircuts. So they would say, you know, I'm going to a, a tiger's game. Can you give me the old English D? And I would say, yeah, I just never said no. And so I was doing designs and stuff like that. And so the point of me telling that is when I went to hair shows I started to show people and they were mostly hairstylists and this has already been 10 years ago. So I was showing hairstylists, some of this stuff and they'd never seen anything like it. And, um, you know, barbering schools, there was only one in Michigan at the time. So I didn't, I didn't, I never went to barber school. I went to cosmetology school and I had to learn barbering from, um, working closely with barbers.
0: So, so, you're, so you're a cosmologist? I, I, don't, I don't mean you're a cosmetologist uh, first. Me as well, bro. That's dope. Yeah. I had, I had to do the same, the same path.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, and funny enough, when you're in a salon, uh, that's the majority of my income was from doing, you know, color cuts, uh, highlights. Um, you know, it's not, you know, it's not what you think of when you think of barbering, but you know, that's how I pay my bills is, you know, the hair designs and, and doing men's haircuts was, you know, that was more for me. And and to have fun, but the money was, wasn't in doing women's hair, but, um, my buddies, they were asking me to do these hair designs and I started showing when I would go to these hair shows, I just started showing different people what I was doing, um, with clippers and trimmers and showing my designs and they'd never seen it. This, like I said, this was 10 years ago before Instagram and all that stuff. And, um, one day the, uh, the education manager said, you think, do I think I can do that on stage? We make clippers and trimmers for babyliss." And we don't have anybody that currently goes up there and shows the tools. Do I think I could do it? And that's that's how it all started, man. It's just um, you know, it's funny because you know, people are always asking, and I'm sure you guys get this, how do I become a platform artist? Um they don't see you don't see the the tens of thousands of hours um that you volunteer and the sweet sleeping on floors and sweeping stages and paying for your own way to get to a, a show you know you don't see that you just see the finished products dressed cool on a stage speaking confidently sharing doing great work but you know there's definitely a struggle there there's definitely a, a come up through it and you know I, I think you need that I honestly do so you know that was that's kind of how I got my foot in the door and then you know, from there, just, uh, it's hours, man. Tens of thousands of hours. I, I can't, uh, I can't express that enough.
0: So, yeah, I, th- I think it's funny. I, I had I had Tyler Trotter on last week, and, um, we we're talking about the Tennessee Barber Expo, and, uh, the same, the same, uh, analogy was used, right? Or the same, the same thing came up. It, there's, there's no secret sauce. It's just, it's, it's, you have to serve, man. You have to, You gotta sleep on those floors. You gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta sweep those floors and you gotta, you know, you gotta help set up and you gotta pick up a box. Just pick up a box. Like we have guys show up and they're like, hey, how am I part of Tomb Squad? Like that's how basically what 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 the subject or why why we came across that topic with Tyler last week is, you know, how am I part of Tomb Squad? Well people just showed up. Some people just showed up and started moving boxes and grabbed the hammer and said, Hey, you know, what can I do? Or oh you're grabbing that stuff, well I'm gonna grab it too, or you're going back to the trailer, or I'll go you know what I mean? you uniquely or us, we understand because the the analogy Tyler used was everybody wants to be in the club when it's all elbow to elbow and you're, you're having a great time and let, you know, let's have a drink and it's phenomenal, but nobody's at the club before the lights are dimmed down and the DJ shows up and the music's popping and it's packed. That's, that's what you did. That's what Tyler did. That's what we've all done. I mean, you, you pick up a box, you help set up and then that's your foot in the door and then just serve service, be present and, Next thing you know, yeah. man, you're the director of Babyliss. You know what I mean? It's just opportunities, man. Yeah. Opportunities. You definitely
1: got to be. Loved. I I had to be, I had to be prepared for the opportunity and the circumstance. You, you know, the timing and, and being in the right place at the right time, and you know, all that plays car. I'm very grateful. I, I honestly, I'm very grateful. I remember the first. You know, I went from sweeping floors. Um, and shampooing models to, I got a show request to go to Long Beach, and I thought it was a mistake. Um, There was a few dentists that were on the Rust team, and I just thought, well, they accidentally sent me an email because they would never send somebody from Michigan all the way to California, Um, and uh, I called the education manager, and I, I didn't want to let them know that I thought it was a mistake, so I'm like, I'm so grateful, thank you very much, And I was expecting him to say, you know, oh, I'm sorry, you know, (laughs) wrong, Dennis. Uh, And he just said, um, you know, be prepared because we're going to put you on stage. And um, those are those moments that you get, and I'm sure you've had them, where, uh, you know, you're by yourself on a plane ride somewhere or on the way back, and it's just like um, overwhelming with emotions, how you got there and, and the opportunity that was given to you, so... I'm very grateful. And I've had, and I've had a couple of those with, with Babeless Pro. They've been really, really good to me. Um, it's grown me so much and they've continuously provided me with, with opportunities and put me in a position to be successful. And, and I've given them that same respect back,
0: uh, you know, with the amount
1: of hours I've put in. So, um, it's a mutual thing. It's a win win. It has to be
0: awesome. That's awesome. So, Talk to me about this, 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 this original team that you created, right? When you, when you guys were creating the, the, the barber division and you brought on Jay and what I like uniquely about you guys is that you guys listen, man. Like you guys listen, which it sounds like such a dumb thing or minute thing to, to say, but when you listen to the people that are using your products, you make better products that your people like. It's just that simple. Instead of you know, just making stuff and it's like, hey, we're you know, we are who we are. We're a pillar and we're gonna do whatever we want. And whether you like it or you don't like it, we don't care. Not only do you guys listen, but the technology you put in your clippers, the thought that's put behind it, you know, the blades and the graphite it's it's just it that was a that was long winded, but you know you know where I'm going with it, Dennis. Like talk talk to me about that. Like when you guys brought on Jay and stuff and and, and you just had the ears of the you know, of the barbers. So this is uh,
1: really this is a, this is a good story. I was doing, so I, you know, I told you the early years. And so I, after a while, like, I became a global platform artist for us. I'm traveling all over. I'm in South Africa and Australia and all over Europe and Peru and Chile. And wow. right. And so uh, I remember meeting Jay at the New York show and, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a cosmetologist that does, that does barbering, you know, I don't have a barber's license and Jay is this, this staple in the barbering community and this voice for barbers. So me and him, uh, I don't think he even wanted me on the team when we first started. So Jay, Jay was, you know, I'm this, this educator that has all this experience with working with a brand, presenting from a stage, traveling. Um, I really understand the product in and out. And Jay really understands the barber community and the barber industry. And so um, we were put together, me and Jay, and, you know, it was like, it was like putting two pieces of steel together. You know, it was, nobody wanted to bend, nobody wanted to break, but we, we end up sharpening each other.
0: Iron sharpens uh, iron. So much.
1: Yeah. Uh, remember, I don't know if you, you know this, but we, we didn't even have. Uh, Babeless wasn't even going on stages um, when I started. It was more Rusk. And, you know, we started a Babeless Pro team, and then we, we added Rob the Original after several years. And it was funny. When I met Rob, you know, I'm doing my, my simple designs and stuff. And I remember the first time I seen Rob, they flew him out to, to Las Vegas. We're doing this big conference with our whole company there. And, you know, they introduce Rob, he comes up, he's got his headphones on, he's got black gloves on, he doesn't speak, doesn't do anything, and he does this picture of a woman with a Ferrari car on the side of somebody's head, and I just thought, I just lost my job, dude, this dude is (laughs) ridiculous, like, I'm over here doing stars, and, and, you know, geometric patterns, and he just did a Ferrari with a lady's face on it, and, um...
0: Bro, Rob can get down, bro
1: lost my job and and the owner of the company came up to me and introduced me and Rob together and just said um just looked at me and just said you know take care of him this is kind of like make sure you take care of this kid um and you know me and Rob he was a phenomenal artist and uh I understood presenting and and we took care of each other like he taught me about barbering and and I taught him about uh presentation but um so it was like me and Rob and then you know, you have, uh, you have a couple other guys that were doing it, um, David Connor, and, um, you know, some other guys in there, but then we, we meet Jay, and Jay starts to put together, uh, you know, this group of assassins, basically, you know, he's going, and, and um, you know, he's bringing in all these these big-name people that, you know, I see on Instagram, and I wasn't really on Instagram, and and I'm thinking that, you know, we're going to get these guys in a room, and, you know, they're going to be like, who the hell, who the hell am I? You know, <laughs> I don't have any following and what can I share with them? And uh, it wasn't like that at all. I mean, you meet the, uh, the Sophie's and the Hawks and the, um, you know, the Loaf cut and the Patty cuts of the world. You meet these guys and you realize that they're successful on social media because they are humble and they are hardworking and they don't think they know it all. And they don't think that their journey's complete. And, It was very like-minded when we started to do these trainings together and there was just this awesome synergy between what i was bringing what jay was offering what the new team members were offering what rob was already doing uh it was just this amazing synergy and we just started to roll forward we didn't have the greatest tools at the time but we had a great team and these guys were giving so much input on the tools from every angle that eventually you started to see that materialize
0: also. That's awesome, dude. But, but speaking on the team, right. Um, I think one of the things that I, that I like about you guys a lot is just, you, you don't, you don't just say, Hey, we're babeless. Come be a platform artist for us and travel. And here's the stage. Um, you guys spend time on your team. You, you, you invest into your team not only as platform artists and not only as professionals, um, but as better people as well. And, and you guys do these retreats, right? I think we, you did one in Tampa, the best city in the world, by the way. The best city in the world, hands down. Yeah. Um, you guys did one in Tampa and um, you guys touch on, on public speaking, on how to, you know, how to be a professional. I mean, everything. T- talk about that, man. How, the investment you guys put into your team. It's not just, you know, there's a lot of companies out there that say, hey, you're, you're awesome at what you do. go, go. Go be on stage and then see you at the next show type thing. And it's 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 something that, you know, I'll see you at the next show and I, I could care less what happens in that gap between show to show. You guys are fully invested in your team, which I think is awesome.
1: Yeah, so I, you know, we would never want to bring somebody on board and ever put them into a position where they're they're not going to be successful. So, you know, I'm not going to take, uh, you know, let's say I'm not going to take you know, Sophie. Okay. Sophie's the phenomenal talent, uh, understands branding, you know, second to nobody that I've seen. She really understands her brand. Oops. Hold on. Sorry. My computer screen just shut up. Oh, you're good. I'm not going to take her and say, you have a following, you do phenomenal cutting. Let me throw you on stage in front of 5,000 people and see how you do. I would never do that. You know what I mean? Because I'm putting her in a position to, even if she hits a home run, like somebody like Vic Blends, you know Vic.
0: Yeah. Vic, Vic you could probably put stage. Superstar.
1: Put Vic on a stage with 20,000. He's going to probably take his shirt off, crowd (laughs) jump, he'll be cutting hair. You live in the moment. Um, Not everybody's like that, though. So you don't want to, we never want to put somebody in a position to be unsuccessful. So, when we look at these trainings, I'm not going to teach you how to cut hair. That's the last thing I want to do is try to teach you how to cut hair. If I got to teach, I'm there's, I'm not teaching Lowe's cut it, how to do designs. I'm not teaching Sophie how to do tapers and fades. And either is Jay. Like if me and Jay got to teach somebody how to cut hair, we are in big, big trouble. Yeah. Like that's not where I want to be investing. My time is teaching you how to cut hair. So That's, that's the first thing. Um, a lot of companies in the old school way was we get you in our system because you know this person and this person. We're going to teach you our cutting philosophies. We're going to teach you our terminology, our company story, and they they program you. They put you on stage, and so you get this consistent message. It's, it's the McDonald's theory where if I go to McDonald's anywhere in the world, I know the color of the building. I know what the workers are going to wear. I know what the burger tastes like, what the fry tastes like. Education systems were set up like that. The Paul Mitchells of the world, um, some of these old, like, uh, long-standing education programs were always consistency. No matter which educator I send you, I want you to get the same message. Um, That really changed uh, with social media and and influencers. And we don't want to program these guys what to say. So what do you train people on? If, if I'm not going to tell you what to say and how to cut, how can I help you become better and what can I do to support you and make you uh, in a position to be successful? I can teach you how to present. I can teach you how to present tools. I can pre- teach you how to uh, install confidence into the people that you're, you're communicating to. Um, I can teach you how to be selfless on stage instead of um, full of yourself. So, Uh, that you're truly giving and you're truly a servant as an educator. I can teach you how to get, you know, to Europe, to, to South Africa. I can teach you how to be better at managing your money um, and your expenses. Uh, But I I don't want to have to teach you how to cut hair and I do not want to teach you how to, how to self brand. Um, But I do want to teach you how to be a professional, how to communicate, how to become a professional educator how to work for a brand, uh, how to become better with money and and building your future. Those are things that we feel like we can do to help put people in a position to be more successful. And and that's what our whole education is about. It's not about saying what I want you to say on stage or say the terminology or get up there and say that this has a brushless motor and a lithium battery and this and that. Nobody wants to hear that. Like, I want to hear how Lowe's cut it, what he's thinking about when he's doing a design. Um, and then tell me what you like about the tool. You don't, don't just regurgitate what I'm, you know, what I'm saying. I want to know what you like about it and what makes it better for when you're using it. And those are some of the things that we preach with our education department, which, which I think is, is different than, than what was being done.
0: Well, I think, I think when, when you do that, right. Um, tell me what you like about the product. You're, you're almost speaking to me. You're speaking to the barber. You're speaking to the professional, because if if you're, if you're telling me the brushless motor and the lithium, like you're saying, it's almost like you're reading the back of the box. Like you're right. I don't, I don't want to hear that. Make it. Where's the connection with the tool? Tell me what you like about it because then I can relate to that. Oh, okay. you like this about it. You like that the lever is positioned here because it's more comfortable or you like that it's shaped this way because you, you know, you know what I'm saying? So that definitely makes sense. Um, Speaking of of brushless motors and batteries and lithium batteries and et cetera, man, I will never forget, bro. And I did a video on this on on YouTube. I don't know if you saw it or not, but um, my experience at the gold party, by the way, thank you for the invitation. Um, Bro, what was that? What was that? Because I have never, and I said in my video, I don't know any other clipper company doing gold parties with a pyramid of gold bars that are clippers numbered freaking, you know, uh, uh, one of a kind. You, you know, you can only get them. You can't get them anywhere else. It's just the people invited to that party. And that was the release of the Gold FX Clipper. And the technology in that Clipper, bro, talk about the gold party, why you guys are trying to, you know, break down barriers and just change the game, and then the technology that's in that Clipper because it's, it's almost like it's, it's OD, bro. It's like, wow, they went above and beyond what you guys needed to do for a typical Clipper, and it's amazing. I love that thing.
1: Oh, uh, that, that's a true collaboration with, with tons of people. So, you know, you had Jay doing the show, and Jay is very, very creative. Um, I think he was the one that wanted to do the gold bars, uh, which, which I thought was awesome. Um, you know, I was trying to get him in this pyramid on the stage, and I remember it was funny because we ordered, I think, I, I don't remember how many gold bars we ordered, 500 or whatever it was and they shipped into the, uh, the office. And I remember I was setting them up in one of our conference rooms. So you walk by the conference room in the corporate office and there's just these, you know, pyramid of gold bars in there. And I left them in there for a week and everyone's like, what are you guys doing with these gold bars in this room? And, you know, what's going on here? Um, but guess what? That's, that's what, you know, made that so special and so different is because it wasn't just, you know, your traditional, you know, go to market. We really want to do something special. And, you know, I really, I really, I really, I really love what Apple does. Um, you know, I look up to, to what they do as a brand. I think they are so connected with their customers and they do a great job of creating a, a community underneath their brand that, that they work with and you get a certain sense when you buy an apple product when you're opening the packaging oh. when you get the product in your hand it makes you feel different and you know that was what we wanted to to translate and we wanted we wanted the people that got that first look and that got to see the keynote presentation we wanted you know there to be a feeling associated with the product not just you know here's a new clipper and you know, I hope you like it because it's gold. It was, we wanted there to be some emotion connected to it and because we're emotionally connected to it and it was a collaboration of working with barbers and, and working with our, our internal team. And, um, you know, I think that was, I think that was translated and that was kind of the start, I feel like of, of our journey really entrenching into the barber community. That was, that was kind of the first, um, the first real thing.
0: That's awesome. Uh, I remember that party. I remember it vividly, man. It was just unlike anything else that I've been to related to a launch of a product in our industry. And I remember at one point, Jay said, everybody go live, man. And all these influencers and all that energy in that room, it was, it was intense. It was crazy. Um, In reference to the skeleton tremor, bro. Because tell, tell, I was a, I was lucky enough to be one of the ones you came down to EWP, Education with a Purpose here in Tampa, we invited you, thank you for coming and we were one of the early ones to see the prototypes and see the molds and stuff man, how, how did this come about I said it in the promo video, I have to know bro, did you draw this on a napkin somewhere did you wake up in the middle of the night and were like oh my god this is the, like wh- now, where did this how, thing come from, this iconic barbers, trimmer
1: how long have barbers been skeleton in their trimmers?
0: forever Forever, why bro.
1: hasn't anyone done it?
0: i it's it's just that simple
1: <laughs> yeah. i i remember i remember looking at the first prototype of this thing and it looked like a silver miniature mechanical spatula like it was just <laughs> a handle with this blade like sticking way off of it and I looked at this. the first thing you would have dropped, the first time you dropped that thing, it would have just, that blade would have been so bent. Dun, dun. Um, it was literally just, it looked like a spatula handle. It was a handle cut. It was, let me see if I can do this here. I, I do have clippers laying everywhere. So.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. You sound like like Bosio's house, my house, you- or Danny's house. Just uh, power clips everywhere, all kinds of stuff. I wish
1: I could show you some of the new stuff, to be honest. But oh, It literally looked like, it, it was like this, and it just had a silver – it had a silver uh, piece of metal coming out like this, and then it had a blade hanging out. It looked like this with a spatula on the end of it. And if you would have dropped it one time, it would have just – it would have been destroyed. So um, me and uh, the head engineer went back and, and redesigned it so that it had this, uh, this blade block in here. mm mm-hmm which you can see right here has this little blade block and that that blade actually screwed and fastened tightly into the unit so that, you know, if you drop these, most likely they are, they are going to break if you drop it on that blade. But, um, you know, it's, you don't have to worry about it bending and stuff like that. They're a lot more durable. It. What,
0: what I like about that one too, again, listening to the industry, right. Is even, I remember when you, you brought it to EWP and you showed us the the adjustment tool. And everybody was like, wait, what? Because all these other trimmers, you, have, yeah. you know, you're always doing this and you're, you're looking like, is it overlapping? And you, you guys just, simplicity, man. You guys listen and, and you care about what the barbers, you know, the real life use, right? It takes about two seconds to adjust one of those things. But I got to ask, you said you can't share too much, but or you can't share at all. But what are the, what's in the plans for Babelus? What you guys got cooking up? And I'm just trying to find the questions. So that's why I'm looking at my phone. trying to find the questions for you that we have coming up.
1: Sure uh i don't want to share i don't want to share too much but um we had the past the past three years we've we've probably launched more products than any other clipper company and i would even say probably more than more than most It, it blow dryer flat irons it, I, I think appliance companies in general we've probably launched more products than anybody else in the past three years. We have been working tirelessly getting products out. And what you see now is um, obviously custom FX is a huge focus for us um, giving barbers the ability to customize, which once again, just listening to barbers and listening to what they, they asked, you know, we did the, the Rob, the Sophie, the Hawk um, Clippers, and before you know it, barbers are saying, well, what about a green? I want green and I want blue and I want, you know, uh, and we're like, yeah. well, we can't customize them for everybody, <laughs>
0: well, can, um, can we? but we can, but we can, can but we, we can?
1: <laughs> yeah. So that was a huge task that you're just seeing come to life now, but that thing started that, that was in the makings two years ago. You know, that uh, an idea like that starts and you start, Coming up with how do you overcome each hurdle? How are you gonna? How are you gonna uh, make them? How are you gonna um, assemble the components? How are you going to? How are people going to be able to to customize them and order them? Is it through an app or on a website or is it a piece of paper that they write in what they want? How do you do it at a show? Um, is it even possible? Does it make sense? How many colors do you have? So I mean, that you're seeing come to light now in 2021. You're going to see, I don't want to get, I wish I could just, mm. I wish I could just grab right all there. this stuff. It's right there. Um, literally all around <laughs> this computer right now, I have.
0: It's right there, Dennis. 10 10 new it's new no big deal. Nobody's watching. Nobody, no, it's just me and you, 10 bro. New
1: problems. <laughs> um, you're going to start to see some some good stuff come out uh, in 2021. So this year is going to be a a big year for custom FX. 2021 is going to be a really, really, really good. 2021
0: is the year. So don't miss the CT Barber Expo in 2021.
1: Yeah, I think we have uh, just counting here. Three, four, five. I have uh, six or seven new Clippers Clippers and and trimmers that should be popping up in 2021 2021 and...
0: Some, some other, other really, really fun stuff. Mm. You guys heard it. Be on the lookout. Pay attention now. So, Dennis, uh, you want to answer some questions, bro? Of
1: course.
0: That's some questions here. Got a couple. Um, they could not call in the show, unfortunately, because they're overseas. Um, but we have... <laughs> Gerg Style. <laughs> My question for Dennis is, when will... E come to the UK and make babeless UK like Babeless USA? I feel like we don't get nearly as good of products from the States.
1: So every, so, so Babyless, Baby-less Pro is a, is a global company and we meet several times a year um, globally. So it's usually Cosmoprop Bologna, which is usually in March, which got canceled this year. Um, so, we so we didn't, didn't have an opportunity, opportunity to meet, but that's usually when we share what everybody's working on, but, you know, I work closely with Canada, uh, Latin America, Mexico, Australia, um, Europe. The UK is uh, a different marketing team. They have different customer uh, customers there, and you know, they want to do things and go to market and package and create products that they feel are best for their market. And I definitely have an influence there with the the product development and what we're doing. But, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, if they want to do it in, you know, black chrome and not do it in gold and rose gold, I mean, that they're doing that because they feel like that's best for their market. Now, the amazing thing about social media is I think that's starting to change a little bit because because of social media, people are starting to say, I've seen this in the US, how do we get it here? And so they're pushing uh, a company like Babel's Pro to be more global um when it when it launches and releases products. And that's something that you know we definitely need to get get better at and and, and and need to have a singular focus but you'll notice it with with even the competitors uh i don't even know if some of the countries have the masters and um you know the, uh, the seniors and you know it, that, that's just kind of how business is it's every diff- every country is almost like uh, its own little territory and its own little business but yeah we know i'll yeah. yell at him try to have a <laughs> conversation next time i see him
0: it's it's not that easy, guys. We know with 2:45, we definitely know. Um, so we have another one here from official Juven. I'm a 16-year-old barber. Can you ask Dennis what is the impact Babeless is going to have to help out young and upcoming barbers? Thank you. So I know
1: I know Juven. He actually reached out to me, and That's awesome. he's a 16-year-old barber, and he wants me to you know try to hook him up with some free goods
0: and I'm going to. So
1: if he's listening, I'm going to, but I want to see you putting in work before I send you serve sweet. A few dollars. Clippers. I want to see that you're working because if I could give you, if if I had a, you know, a dollar for every single person that wanted to test out clippers for us and want, you know, they were going to, you know, save our company and save our testing, you know, process. Yeah, I'd be a millionaire, but <laughs> I can't send everybody, everybody in the world free stuff. So I like them. I like that he's 16. You know, we're always trying to trying to help young barbers. You know, we get barbers that, hey, I'm 12 years old. I'm 10 years old. I'm sure you guys get the same thing. Oh, bro. I love that. And we want to help those guys out, but I want to see you doing work still. And I would tell, yeah, I don't care if you're 20, 30, 40, I'd tell you the same thing. Show me you're putting in work, and and you're investing in yourself, and then I'll invest in you as well. So, all day we want to help young barbers, but I need to see you putting in that work. And when I see you putting in that work, I'm gonna take care of you.
0: So it's a common theme, guys. We we've been talking about it since the beginning. That's that's what then you know, lots of hours, thousands of hours. He said. So it, it's like again, I say there's no se- there's no secret sauce. It's put in the work um isn't that cool dennis the impact that, that we have man like uh we had the first year we went to ct we had a young man i think he was 14 years old and he kept tagging us going live tagging us going live and we were it was the first time we took uh the rv up to ct because we said you know let's take the rv you know kind of you know team bonding etc which by the way lasted about six hours because as soon as we hit the florida state line to georgia it was like are we there yet? I'm I'm over being on a bus yeah. with nine people, all right? I'm done. So it was cool yeah. for like six hours. But anyways, we had a, a guy that he kept tagging us, this kid, tagging us, tagging us. And, bro, we decided, you know what? Let's all jump in his video. And we all jumped on his live stream, and he was like, oh, my. He started hitting his brother on the head like, bro, bro, look who's in here, look who's in here. It's, it's awesome. But that young man, Juven, put in work. I think now he's. He's like 19 or something like that. Has a brand new Camaro, like working, you know, went and got his. Oh, do you know him? Yeah, well, I follow him now because we all fo- ended up following. Him, so I've watched his his process, his story. Oh,
1: that's the kid.
0: That no oh, that's
1: the same kid that jumped
0: in. The Juven? Yeah. No, no, no. This is another kid. The kid that I'm talking about now is older. Oh, yeah, no, no, he's older. I don't I don't okay. I, I don't know Juven. Shout out to Juven, but I, I don't okay. I don't know you. But this kid now, he went and got his bar barber- <laughs> <laughs> he went and got his barber's license got a little setup at home Went and bought a brand new car like he's he's doing it he's actively busting his ass you mean he's making it happen so I think I think it's awesome bro that you know you get to see these the development I'm sure you've seen it too with all the young people on the team man Vic blends Vic blends I got the kids a superstar man superstar um so that's pretty much it for the questions bro is anything else you want to add anything else for for babyless any message you want to send out Hmm.
1: Any message. I, I just, I really appreciate the barber community. I keep talking to me, keep, keep reaching out to me, keep stopping by and seeing me. And, um, you know, even if, even if you don't think that we're listening, we're, we're always listening and we're always trying to get better and we've yet to make a perfect clipper or trimmer. So, you know, even the skeleton, which you touched on earlier is, is in my opinion, And this might be a little biased and and early, but I think it's got to be one of the best pieces that's ever been been introduced to the barber industry,
0: in my opinion. I'm going to stop you right there. I said it before we started recording. It is an iconic trimmer, and it hasn't been out for more than two years. It is the best trimmer that I've ever used, hands down, period. Like, there's no questions. It's the best trimmer out.
1: And it's still and it still needs to get better. And that's, those are the types of things because, because of the feedback that we get from barbers, you know, those are the things we understand there's, you know, they get loud and things like that. We are working tirelessly to make that thing even better. So keep talking to us and and just know that even if we're not saying it publicly, that we are, we are grinding and we're working to, to make products for you. I mean, that's what we're here to do. That's what keeps us up at night is, is, you know, comments from barbers saying, you know, this is, you know, my tremors loud or this or that. And, um, you know, that's what, that's what keeps, that's what keeps me going. That's what keeps us going. And, and I think that's, that's one of the messages is, is communication. Just keep communicating with, with our team and, you know, don't ever stop doing that. Even, even though you, I, a lot of people will say, Hey, I know that you're busy and you probably won't answer. I love those messages. Those are the ones that I actually go and answer because, because that's how you started it off. Now I'm making it a point to go and answer and, and to open up communication. So communication huge. And then the custom FX program, I, I am really excited about what that is doing. I think that is one of those things that is going to change the perception of how, how we order and how we buy clippers and trimmers. I mean, you guys are seeing the clipper on there now and it's available in 11 different colors and you can pick your blade and different things like that. The possibilities are endless for this. I mean, you guys know that the skeleton's coming next on there. So I'll say that publicly. Now the skeleton will be offered on there. Um, Hopefully we're, we're shooting for, we're shooting for September, maybe CT expo skeleton will be available on there. Oil shavers will be available on there. Um, custom FX accessories will be available on there. We might even launch some new products available in Custom FX on there. So maybe a new clipper, maybe a new trimmer. I don't know. Okay. Who knows? Okay. We'll the news. Um, but, but to me, the ability to order a clipper however you want it with whatever blade you want on it that to me is a complete, like a barber is an artist um, and they use tools to create their craft. So as an artist and as a barber, just to be able to go and say like, this is custom, this is mine, this is, you know, this is made specifically for me and and how I like it. I just, to me, I think that's uh, that's unparalleled. And I think that program is gonna continue to grow and, and, um, you know, Lead, lead us into,
0: into the future so that's awesome stuff bro that's awesome stuff and and, and you know it it we, we talked about it with apple right it emotionally attaches you to it right i've i've had android phones i'm sure some people have and there's still, there's going to be the android haters out there and that's fine man but i've never had an android phone that i've been emotionally attached to if, it, like my iphone and everybody that that's an iphone person knows what i'm talking about man you have an emotional attachment to that thing by the way I'll fight you because it's happened to me before. You know what I'm talking about, Dennis? Because you 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 talked about opening the box, and it just feels different, right? When I get my yep. phone at the store, and the freaking guy takes the stick, the sticky stuff, you know that 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 satisfaction yep. off of my phone, bro. I I want to go irate. Like, don't do that. Don't touch. Let, let me do that, and then you can program it and, and, and activate it. Don't 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 take the sticker off, bro. Give me all. See, get me my blood pressure up. You know
1: something you touched on that. That's really really smart. Um, you said something, and you touched on it earlier, and I won't go too crazy on it, but you know, Android is doing a lot of great things with innovation, right? Yeah, they innovate they like do. crazy. They always do, right? Yeah. Functionality does it make sense? And you see this with barbering too. That's the reason why I'm bringing this up. You can over innovate a tool where it doesn't make sense from a function standpoint. So you know what Apple was doing when Android was over innovating? You know what Apple was doing? You know?
0: Perfecting, making make, you know, simplifying. Simplify, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Instead of adding buttons and features, you know what they did? We're going to have we're going to have one button. <laughs> they were simplifying. They were making it so the function, it was easier to use for the, for the consumer. So it just gives you a perspective, um, from, from brands and developing products. Um, you know, should I put an LCD screen on this and do a bunch of stuff to it? I don't know. Maybe, (laughs) maybe, maybe, (laughs) maybe, are you going to use it? I don't know.
0: You know, I don't know. (laughs) Barbers. It.
1: When barbers start asking for for stuff, that's when and you know what barbers are usually asking for is is it's usually it's usually related to mechanical. It's usually related to function. It's uh, blades, motors, um, shape, battery life. Uh, yeah, battery life, uh, which you guys have been huge in and assisting with. I love working with you guys. It's uh, I, I feel like you guys are like minded with Fabulous Pro. Yeah, we definitely have. Sports.
0: There's a lot of synergy there, yeah. man. And we definitely appreciate you and working with you, man. And I, I remember you you know putting a little setup at CT for us. That was that was you definitely show a lot of love, bro. We appreciate that. I still
1: gotta send you the bill for that. <laughs> I gotta send Danny the bill. Yeah, Danny send Chris. send
0: Danny the bill, bro. Don't send me the bill. Send <laughs> daddy the bill. <laughs> uh, but,
1: uh, you know, Dennis. thanks for having me on and uh, you guys keep doing keep doing your thing. Keep being keep being authentic, keep being tune forty five, keep pushing the envelope. And, um, you know, you guys are doing it, man. You guys are, you guys are making waves. So I I love to see companies like you guys, good people. Um, I like to see you guys do well.
0: So well, it's definitely appreciated. Thank you for coming on, bro. Thank you for being so gracious with your time and sharing your story. And the message of the day is serve, serve and function. Function. Tyler said it last week too, man. It's a liar. So many parallels between last week's episode. Tyler's message that he wanted to leave everybody with was function over form. You can look the part, but man, if you're not functioning, it it, it won't matter. So appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you guys for tuning in.